Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, and good morning to everyone. Thank you all for joining me back in my podcast, Victoria's Warrior Podcast. It is me, Sheree, Victoria, Victoria, Sheree. However you would like to say it, it is still me. Praise be to God. So I just thank the Lord on this morning for all that he has done. God, I just thank you for waking me up this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. And I continue to plead the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus over every listener, over the reading on this morning, God, over myself and my children in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I ask that you continue to help us all, O Father, to seek you daily, giving you praise, giving you worship, studying in your word, fasting and praying, God, that every day, Father, you help us to do better than we did on yesterday. God, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for your love. Your loving kindness, Father, your unconditional love, your faithfulness towards us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So, praise God, you guys. I praise the Lord on this morning. We are still in the book of Acts. So, this morning's chapter will be coming out of Acts chapter 27. And Acts chapter 28, praise the Lord. And I pray that you all are feeling blessed this morning and are blessed. Proclaim it in Jesus' name. So I thank the Lord on this day. <sighs> it's just refreshing. <laughs> um, I w- I'm going to say this and then I go into to uh, reading the word so um lately for the past i will say a couple of weeks i can't i'm not gonna put a number on it but for a couple of weeks i have um the lord has been waking me up really early and um i know uh, sometimes when i'm waking up i'm like oh lord jesus let me just get a couple more minutes <laughs> or let me do it another hour but when i say the joy that he continues to give me is on is steady and consistent um to do the work of the lord it's been very exciting and um i just thank god he is wonderful like there's nothing too hard for the lord and i just thank him for being my personal alarm clock every morning praise the lord so i trust god and and i ask the lord to continue to help me to trust him even more every single day in Jesus' name. So God bless you guys. I just wanted to share that with y'all because um, I know um, probably months ago it's been like uh, pulling teeth with me <laughs> to wake up and do, you know, the reading of the word of God. But he has shifted so much within me that I'm, I'm, I would not do any good of not sharing um, what God has done within me. So praise the Lord. So God bless you guys. Let's go ahead and get into the reading of the word of God. All right. Acts chapter 27. And when it was determined that we should sail into Italy, they delivered Paul and certain other prisoners unto one named Julius, a centurion of Augustus band. And entering into a ship of Adramitium, we launched meaning to sail by the coast of Asia. One Aristarchus, a Macedonian of the Thessalonica, being with us, 
And the next day we touched at Sidon, and Julius courteously entreated Paul and gave him liberty to go unto his friends to refresh himself. And when he had launched from thence, we sailed unto under Cyprus, because the winds were contrary. And when we had sailed over the sea of Cilicia and Paphilia, we came to Myra, a city of Lycia. And there the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing into Italy, and he put us therein. And when we had sailed slowly many days, and scarce were come over against Snidus, the wind not suffering us, we sailed under Crete, over against Salmonum, and hardly passing it came unto a place which is called the Fair Havens, nigh whereunto was the city of Lycia. Now, when much sea, now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. And said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the lading and ship, but also of our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. And because of the haven was not commodious to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also if by any means they might attain to Phineas, and there to winter, which is an haven of Crete, and lieth toward the southwest and northwest. And when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after there arose against it a tempestuous wind called Eurocliden. And when the ship was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive. And running under a certain island, which is called Clauda, we had much work to come by the boat, which when they had taken up, they used helps undergirding the ship and fearing lest they should fall into the quicksands, strike sail, and so were driven. And we, being exceedingly tossed with the tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. And the third day we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And when, the, and when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. But after... Long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should not, ye should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed from Crete, and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, 
saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, and lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God, that it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit we must be cast upon a certain island, but when the fourteenth night was come, as we were driven up and down in Adria, about midnight the shipmen deemed that they drew near to some country, and sounded and found it twenty fathoms. And when they had gone a little further, they sounded again, and found it fifteen fathoms. Then fearing lest we should have fallen upon rocks, they cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. And as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, when they had let down the boat into the sea, under color as thou, as though they would have cast anchors out of the foreship, Paul said to the centurion and to the soldiers, Except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall off. And while the day was coming on, Paul besought them all to take meat, saying, This day is the fourteenth day that ye have tarried and continued fasting, having taken nothing. Wherefore I pray you to take some meat, for this is for your health, for there shall not an hair fall from the, from the head of any of you. And when he had thus spoken, he took bread and gave thanks to God in presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat it. And he, he began to eat. Thank you, Jesus. Then were they all of good cheer, and they also took some meat. And we were in all in the ship two hundred threescore and sixteen souls. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship and cast out the wheat into the sea. And when it was day, they knew not the land, but they discovered a certain creek with a shore into the which they were minded, if it were possible, to thrust in the ship. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea and loosed the ruder bands. And hoisted up the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore. And fallen into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the fore part stuck fast and remained unmovable, but the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. And the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Jesus, praise the Lord. Praise God, you guys. So I thank God for the reading of the word of God. Thank you, guys. So in this chapter here, Paul told them exactly what God has given them, right? And so while he told them this, he said, you know, I trust the Lord. 
And so exactly what Paul stated that God said happened. So their lives were not lost, but the ship was destroyed. Praise the Lord. But they made it to land. And so in that, I just want to quickly just share. um, I just thank the Lord that, you know, he gives us dreams. He gives us visions. And God speaks. Excuse me. And so when God speaks... We have to really trust the word of God because guess what? He says everything that he's spoken is true and it does not return back to him void. Meaning everything that God speaks is going to come into manifestation. It's going to happen, right? How much do you trust the Lord to believe everything that he says? You know, God says, don't trust man. And, you know, sometimes we hold dear to the words that man says and we hold greater expectation for man, which is, you know, amazing to me. And, um, you know, when man fails us, we get into the space of, you know, feeling really portrayed or really hurt or whatever the case may be. But guess what? When we remind ourselves what we read, when we remember that the Lord says that when he speaks, every word is true. And doesn't return back to a voice. So, in this, Paul spoke it. What God has given him and what God said to him, right? And look, the ship was destroyed, but their lives were not taken. And and all of this is just helping me to see, like, just trust God. They're going through the winds, y'all. The the winds are just stirring up. The waves are, are rushing in, has crushed in. And through everything, through it all, watching all of this happen, Paul was still trusting God. And so I, I take out of this is that when it looks like it is damaged, <laughs> when it looks like, you know, anything can pretty much be just taken Trust God through the the crashing, the brashing, all the noise, all the damage. Trust him in all of it. And hold dear to the word of God and what God speaks to you. Because guess what? He's not going to take that, that, that word back. I thank God for that. Because everything that he speaks out of his mouth... It comes into fruition. He spoke this world into existence. So how much more do you think that him just speaking is just not going to happen? He said, let there be light. It was light. So it wasn't, it, it was no time for it to be like, oh, I think it should be light. Or no, I didn't really mean what I say. So I take that back. No, that's what man does. We do that. We say, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Blah, blah, blah. No, but God is not like man at all. What he speaks is true. And it comes in to a place in in my heart where it helps me. It's helping me. The word of God is helping me because he's given me more insight and more understanding of how powerful what he says his mouth is. It's going to happen. If it looks like it's not happening right now, it's already happened. That's my faith. It's already happened. It's already happened because it's coming into manifestation. It's going to happen. I trust God enough. And in this little, this, this chapter, what Paul is saying, I thank God for helping me not to, to miss over it. I caught it on purpose because the Lord help is helping me to gain understanding, to, to help me to trust him more. Right? So what do I need to do? I need to listen. 
I need to listen. I need to listen. I need to hear him. And I need to hold there and trust him in everything and every word that has been spoken over my life. I need to trust the word of God because it's it's true and it does re- return back to God void. The only thing that's not true is the devil. The word of God says, not the devil, I'm saying he's not true, but the word of God says that the devil is a liar. What does that mean? That everything that he speaks is not true. Everything. He says the devil is a liar. Not was, not going to be, is, meaning continuously. Every time he speaks out his mouth, it's a lie. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So, Lord God, I'm praying on this morning. I'm going to get into the chapter 28, praise the Lord. But I just want to say this quick prayer. Lord God, I'm praying that everyone that's on the side of my voice, all of us, that we will recognize your voice over the enemy's voice. And that every time you speak, God, we would not doubt you, Lord, but we would trust you and go forth in every way in spite of what it looks like. Help us, Father, on this morning, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. And we continue by the power of the Holy Spirit to rebuke the enemy. Everything that he speaks, every attack, every plot that he has, we rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So praise God, you guys. So we're going to go into chapter 28. You guys, um, I do want to apologize also, too, for all the extra noise and background noise. Lord Jesus. But we are back on track (laughs) this morning. So chapter 28. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire and received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, they, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom, though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. He shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. In the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also, which had diseases in the island, came and were healed who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary. Let me go back up, you guys, where Paul was bitten by the snake, by the viper with venomous, and he was not harmed in any way. Um, The first thing that they did was they said, okay, because the viper bit him, yes, this man is surely a murderer because vengeance is now, you know, upon him. And so as they watched him and saw that there was no effect, there was no um, 
was it side effects, praise the Lord. Then they changed their minds and said that he's a God. Now, now look at this situation. You're, you're going to have people, you know, you've probably had people in your life that, you know, things were one way, right? And things were happening to your life. And they said, well, this is happening because she did this. But yet, wait, you're going to have people that's watching you in your life and everything that, that goes on in your life. And they're going to have their opinions of what is why things are happening to you okay i'm gonna say this again you're gonna have people in your life because of the things that you've gone through while walking with the lord they're gonna have their opinions about you but guess what just because they have their opinions about you doesn't necessarily mean that it's true okay because when you leave it to god and trust in god and you don't even bother yourself to try to explain God will vindicate on your behalf and shift the minds of those. Now, they're already in their mindset of what is what. So after they saw that he didn't get uh, harmed by it, then they said, well, he must be a God. You know, you're going to have onlookers. You're going to have people. But just because what they're saying out their mouths, don't give it any weight. Because it's just an opinion. People are just speaking. What they see in the carnal. Praise the Lord. So again, I thank the Lord again for the word that I received. And I pray that the Lord is giving you guys what you need on this morning. So praise the Lord. So we're going to go back into chapter 10 where I stopped at, which was, where is I? I'll go back to verse 10. Who also honored us with many honors. And when we departed, they laded us with such things as were necessary. And after three months, we departed in a ship of Alexandria which had wintered in the isle, whose son was Castor and Pollux. And landing at Syracuse, we tarried there three days. And from thence we fetched a compass and came to Rigium. And after one day the south wind blew, and we came the next day to Puteuli, where we found brethren and were desired to tarry with them seven days. And so we went toward Rome. And from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Apiphorum and the three taverns whom, when Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. And when we came to Rome, the centurion delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard. But Paul was suffered to dwell by himself with a soldier that kept him. And it came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chief of the Jews together. And when they were come together, he said unto them, Men and brethren, though I have committed nothing against the people or customs of our fathers, yet was I delivered prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans who, when they had examined me, would have let me go, because there was no cause of death in me. But when the Jews speak against it, I was constrained to appeal unto Caesar, not that I had aught to accuse my nation of. For this cause, therefore, have I called for you, to see you and to speak with you, because that for the hope of Israel I am bound with this chain. 
And they said unto him, We neither received letters out of Judea concerning thee, neither any of the brethren that came showed or spake any harm of thee. But we desire to hear of thee what thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning till evening. And some believed the things which were spoken and some believed not. And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed. After that, Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, saying, Go unto this people, and say, Hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and not perceive. For the heart of this people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you, that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reasoning among themselves. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house, and received all that came in unto him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. Amen, you guys. Praise the Lord. And by my surprise, Lord Jesus, (laughs) it's the end of the book of Acts. Praise the Lord. So we were able to get through the book of Acts. I thank God on this morning. And I typically sometimes will go back and forth um, just throughout the book. Um, to just kind of study and meditate on the things that the Lord has laid upon my heart. Praise the Lord. So I encourage you guys to do the same. Although we are finished on the book of Acts, I want to always encourage you guys to go back through the chapters and start speaking to God. If there's anything that you're not understanding, to seek God in, you know, the understanding of what you missed and um, trust and believe that God's going to help you and give it to you in Jesus name because he has done just that. I wanted to just share when I um, got back to um, recommitting myself back to the Lord years ago. I remember getting back into the word of God and reading it and nothing made sense. Like nothing. I'm just reading the book and I'm just like, what? But as I continue to keep reading the word of God and I'm talking to the Lord, like, Lord, please help me to understand this. Lord God, I'm not understanding at all. Father, please give me wisdom, knowledge and understanding. You know, I'm still like. I'm holding this whole conversation with the Lord and because I was just, I wasn't getting it. And I don't know when it happened. It just happened while I was actually in the word of God. And as I was continuing to read, the Lord gave me more understanding of what I was reading. And it just kept kept getting better and better and better. So I just praise the Lord, um, you know, how he just gradually, you know, he just comes in. You just don't know when. You know, you don't know when he just comes in and he and he does a remarkable thing um, in our lives. So I just truly just give God all glory honor, and praise for he is due all of the glory in Jesus name. 
because I didn't know anything <laughs> at all. And every day, you know, there's a lot that I'm, I'm still learning too. And I, I look at it like this, like if you stop learning, you stop growing. And every day I'm asking the Lord to continue to help me to grow. And so I thank him for everything that I'm learning every single day every single day so praise god you guys god bless you all i thank god for the joy the peace and the love always on this morning from him and i am ending out my podcast on this morning and guess what every single time i end out i want to always extend an invite to everyone to come listen to the word of god going forth every day seven days a week at 9 p.m eastern standard time with my ministry lonlock ministry which is under the leadership of my pastor pastor dr jimmy griffith you can join with us by dialing 773-922-8270 again the number is 773-922-8270 praise be to god god bless you all and remember Let's continue to keep striving and pushing and pressing to be better than we did on yesterday. For God is truly amazing and he loves us. And we want to continue to live a life that is pleasing, holy, and acceptable unto God. God bless you guys in Jesus' name. Amen.